0: Thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited for tonight's conversation, specifically about Are you working for free? This will be episode 28 for those of you who are on my podcast. My name is Stephanie Lanes. This is the Stephanie Lanes Institute Clubhouse chat. We love to talk about esthetician chat, and we will go ahead and have the conversation tonight about estheticians who work for free because many of us who have been in the industry understand what it means to work for free. Many of you guys know, say Brazil, we have a marketing club. I do a coaching call every other month with our marketing club members, and we just break down how to make more money in our industry. What I do is I actually partner it with our, say, Brazil retail products and get them to understand how you make money. So yesterday's coaching call was really about understanding that your service dollars are only going to stretch so far, and they're only allocated for a certain amount of expenses in your business. Your extra money comes from your retail. And it's so interesting to me where I have estheticians who are coming to the business, who are reaching out to us, whether it's email phone calls or private messages, and they're just stating that they are afraid to increase their price. They're afraid to add the retail price into the service and they have retail sitting on their shelf. So yesterday's conversation with my coaching folks, I just basically said, so now you're working for free. So let's break down what it means to work for free. What means to work for free is that you have not increased the price of your services in years. And that means more than one. You also do not know your cost per service you're also not paying yourself because you're not charging enough to be able to take home income to live off of. So when you do break down and start doing the cost per service worksheet, you plug in how much it costs to do the service. You plug in how much your rent is. You plug in what your hourly rate should be. Many people find out after doing that worksheet that they're working for free, which means their numbers are either at zero or below zero. Which means they're not netting anything to be able to actually uh, pay for everything the way it should be. And that's why it's so important. And that's why I've always talked about cost per service. Your cost per service is what keeps you in check. So when you do decide to do a raise, the raise on that cost per service worksheet is going to go to your hourly rate. So whether you do a 15 minute service, a 30 minute service, or an hour service, you have a rate that you need to command from your business because you as the owner are the line item now. So you are put up there with the rent and the expenses. Let's talk about internet, electricity, whatever your expenses are, your salary should also be on that list. So when I tell estheticians you're working for free, that means you're probably not paying yourself you're probably not factoring in what you're charging for this service will not allow you to make an hourly rate from that service. So if when you decided your prices, if you're not making enough, you haven't done a price increase, or you're not reflecting what you need to take home, that means that the services that you're doing, you are not making any money from. You're not even making enough money to pay yourself with. So now it becomes a question of are you really working? Because doing free services, in my opinion, is absolutely a waste of time. So if it's a waste of time, why then there is there no reason or like kind of deep down need to change it, change the way you offer services, change the prices you offer in your services, and also understand the retail role. So I really was explaining why so many estheticians' businesses fail, and most of it is because they don't do retail, and they don't understand where retail plays into the business as a whole. So let's break it down. Your service dollars are allocated to your rent, your hourly rate, and to pay for the service products you need to use to give the service. That's where your service dollars go to. There's no extra in the service dollars. There's no extra money, okay? Okay. Your retail dollars, whatever you make after you invest in it, there's your extra money. And it's why I am so passionate about getting estheticians to understand this, because the extra money will never come from a service. It doesn't matter how many services you do a day. Those service dollars are already allocated to your actual expense. So when you start looking at retail dollars, that's when you come and you sell your retail That's how you're able to invest not only into more retail, but maybe bringing in another line. Your retail revenue is what you use to invest into a piece of equipment. The retail revenue is what you're able to do to either move to a bigger location, add staff. All of that comes from retail revenue. That doesn't come from services. So if you have no retail and you haven't increased your price for quite some time and the price you're charging does not reflect what you need to take home in order for you to survive. Now your services are now free because you're barely covering the expense that you have to invest in to pay for the products to use in the service. And you might have a little bit for your rent, but you're not paying yourself. There's no dollars being allocated to you to do the service. That's when I explain where you work for free. So when I talk about the cost per service by Angela Green at Skin Biz School, you can plug in the equation. You can literally put put in what you're charging right now for, let's say, a brow wax. You can put in the time it takes you to do the brow wax. You can guesstimate how much it costs for the products, the sticks. Uh, strips if you need it, your prep, your post care, all of those things, you put a dollar amount and then you plug that in. Then you put in how much it costs every 15 minutes in your business to pay rent. So the 15 minutes it took you to do that service, you're going to have a number that represents the rent. Okay. Then your hourly rate is going to be broken up into four because now we have for 15 minutes. So for every 15 minutes, this is how much you should be making every 15 minutes on a brow wax. All of that gets put into that equation. And then it's going to spit out a number. And that's the number that you should be charging. But what I love to challenge people with is put in the existing number you have, plug in all the things, and then it'll give you typically either a right at a zero or a negative. If you go negative, that means that you're doing the services for free. There's no money being allocated correctly to the expense of your overhead, the expense of your hourly rate, or the expense of the cost to do the actual service itself. That's why it's so important to understand the number you decide to put on your service menu is bigger than what you make it out to be. Now, I'm speaking from experience. I used to do that. I did that. I looked around at certain businesses and said, well, they charge 75 over there. They charge 65. So I'm going to be at 70. I'm just going to go right in the middle. I did not do the cost per service. I did not figure out how much I need to take home, which is why I always pay Rob Peter to pay Paul. I did not figure out how much it costs for me to do every service on my service menu. Now, when I started getting really good and started charging based off of my hourly rate, I didn't still didn't figure out the, the rent every 30 minutes or every 15 minutes. I didn't do that. But once I started commanding $100 an hour, everything changed. That's when I have my 250 facial. That's when my Brazilians went up to 95. That's when I really started understanding that I'm going to command $100 an hour. So whether I work four hours a day or six hours a day, I'm always going to take home or $600 because that's what I've allocated to pay myself. And it took time to get there. That definitely did not happen overnight, but I'm seeing more and more and more estheticians working for free. They're not even paying themselves their hourly rate. And they're afraid to do a price increase. They're afraid to include the retail into their service price, which makes no sense to me because that's an automatic income. If you know, I did a couple um, clubhouses ago, a couple podcasts ago where I said, no retail means no business. And I truly mean that because the extra money in your business, the savings, the investing in the retail, possibly getting a machine, possibly increasing your space comes from the retail dollar. So if you don't have that in your business, There's no other place where the money's going to come from. You can't pull it from anywhere else which is why I always love to explain the importance of having more than one way to earn income. So my website's gonna bring me another income stream that has my retail on it. I have the sales and the brick and mortar. That's another income stream. We have service dollars. It's an income stream, but it's the, that specific income stream is already allocated. So I can't add that as additional money. Some of you guys are doing Zoom consultations or you're doing Zoom parties. That's another income stream. So if you have no other income stream in your business and you solely rely on your service dollars, you're going to not make it if you don't understand the dollars, if you don't understand what you're charging may not be enough. That is the reason you do price increase. That's why you adjust. When the cost of buying the products go up, you got to adjust. When you add another year under your belt, you got to adjust your hourly rate. You got to go up, got to give yourself a raise. All that is, this, is what's in the number that is on your service menu, which is why I love to encourage people when they're really ready to make real money, you're going to add into your descriptions of your services, product included. Because here's the thing, and I say this all the time when I do coaching, I said this on my podcast before. If you have seen 100 clients in a month and you understand that you are now including products into the service price, right? So our Ouch Balm is our number one selling product. That's $35 MSRP. I'm going to charge for that $35. I'm going to add it onto that Brazilian wax service, right? So if I do 100 Brazilian waxes in a month, that's $3,500 that I've gotten more because I put on my service menu, product included. In the cost, I added $35 to the service price. So it's one cost. But the end of that is that every month, because that service always comes with a product, I'm always getting $3,500 on top of my service dollars for the month. Many of you won't even think about doing this even for a sample. Let's take the same 100 clients. You may not want to do a full-size product. That's fine. We have an ouch bomb sample. It's $2. You add $2 or $5 for the sample cost on top of your Brazilian. Five times 100, that is $500 more just because you included a sample into your Brazilian wax. So I'm a dollars and cents girl. I understand numbers. So for me, I would love to be guaranteed $500 over and above my service dollars every single month. Wouldn't you? Absolutely. Is it that simple that all you needed to do was add it into the service price? Absolutely. But are you willing to do the work? And I'm going to tell you now, clients love a free product. We all know that. They love it. We have a couple spas who have partnered with us for years and they use our samples. And that is exactly how they have built their retail empire. Because every single time a client came to them, they walked away with the product they needed. So whether it was for their ingrowns, whether it was post-wax, whether they lifted, whether they were dehydrated, whether they were trying to address any kind of hyperpigmentation, they always got the sample they needed, right? But the sample price was always included into the Brazilian. So there's customization that happens there. And not every esthetician is going to do that. But I can tell you the ones that are in my, my marketing club, the ones that are on my coaching calls, and we're discussing how to do this, they're doing it. And they're doing it so well that the example I gave you of the 100 clients, it clicks. Because now there's no worrying about upselling. The client walks away with the product. They're going to love the sample. The sample is not going to last the entire month or the entire four weeks when they have to come back and see you again. So what happens? They're either going to pick up a full size when they see you again, or they're going to send you a text message or a call or an email and say, I really like it. Can I buy the full size? But we get in our own way and don't allow them to experience what we offer because we can't get out of our way. And then I love the people, well, I'm afraid to go up on a price because I don't think that they're going to want to pay $10. And I really just said, there's no conversation about what they think they're going to pay or, and I'm not going to judge or uh, assume they don't want to pay it. I need to command what I'm due. So if I know the extra money comes from my retail, I may not be that strong at selling. So I have to understand that if I include it in the price of my service, now they have it and they've paid for it. There's one number. I'm not going to get worried about upselling. I'm not going to convince them to do this. They're already walking away. I'm solidifying the relationship because I'm giving them what they need for the problem they have. And let's face it, our clients come to us. Most of them have problems. A lot of them don't follow directions. They want you to be a miracle worker, but they don't want to do the work at home, which is where it all happens, right? But what I can do is provide you with what you need to help correct it. Now it's all up to you if you don't want to use it because I did my part. This is a team effort. I absolutely did my part. And I want to encourage you and let you know that estheticians are doing it And they're not struggling. So if you're struggling right now, if you felt your spring and summer wasn't as busy as it could be, and you wanted to do something different, you want to be consistently consistent on your income all year round and just not in spring and summer, you got to understand your clientele. You also have to price your product, your services accordingly. You can't work for free. And if you've been working for free all this time, it's still not working because here's the thing. It's hard to suffer and pay yourself last because you didn't do the things correct up front. Now, there are some of you who do in the middle of the year price increases. Some of you do it based off of the need for your business. Some of you wait and only do it in January. Whenever you decide to increase your price is your decision. But your price increase has to reflect your hourly rate, your portion of your rent, and the cost to cover the amount you used in the back bar products so that you can replace the back bar products. You're not going to buy your back bar products out of your retail dollars. That's not where it comes from. It comes from the service dollar. But that service dollar is already spent. There's no extra money there. mm has It's gone. And I always get the question, and people are like, well, you never, you know, I'm pretty sure you didn't start with your 250. No, I didn't start with a 250 facial. I worked my way up. But as I increased, I also increased the hourly rate I was paying myself. So you have to understand as my prices increased, I increased my hourly rate. My rent stayed the same. I was very specific on how to use my back bar. So that really didn't increase a lot. But my price increase reflected my hourly rate increase, which means reflected I was getting more money coming home to me. And so some of you have been in business for quite a long time, and you're not looking at your business in that way. You're not looking at your service dollars like that. You're not understanding the more important role that your retail should be playing in your business. So when you're struggling because you have clients that may be canceling or no showing or whatever they're doing. You Because you're relying 100% on that service dollar, you need more than one income stream. Remember, retail can happen whether someone walks into your business or not. It's the reason why we love to encourage a website. That's why I encourage a Facebook group. Because your Facebook group can link to your website. You know, I love talking to my marketing club members because they say, you know, my group is ran by my folks. They love talking about products. They love when I have an opening last minute and they want to try to come, you know, keep the alerts on and notifications. So when I do post, they think it's an appointment so they can get in sooner. Like you really have so many different things that you can offer your clients, but many of you just don't. And you do it um, on purpose, not realizing the outcome of what could be. And I want to explain the, what could be, I want to help you understand the, what could be, because I love giving that hundred client in a month scenario, because we would focus on the amount that we would get from the service dollars and not the additional amount or extra money we would get from the revenue. I'm the revenue. The revenue is what allows you to have those freedoms to add new things, to get more clientele, to do more services, but to also get more retail, get more extra money. But we focus too heavy on the service dollars, not realizing how the service dollars work in your business and not realizing that at some point you have to give yourself an hourly rate raise. You know, that goes into my conversation with paying yourself consistently, putting yourself on payroll. You know, not just taking a draw or not just taking what's left over, actually being a line item expense in your business. That's a big, big move. You know, when I went from draw to payroll, it was like night and day. It was totally night and day because that money was specifically allocated to go into my personal checking account. It was not going to go back into the business I won't going to pull it out and then have to deposit it two days later because there's something that came through. Like, I really started focusing on putting myself and paying myself first so that my household was taken care of. And then everything else fell in place because I retail. So I want to really encourage a lot of you to start really understanding not only the income streams that come in or the lack of income streams you have coming in, but why you may feel you don't really understand or want to know why your retail is so important to your business or if you're not retailing consistently why it's so important to consistently retail because that's consistent money and i've said this on many 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 different podcasts that i've done and and clubhouse esthetician chats the client comes to the business with the expectation to spend they expect to give the business money they're coming to the business with the understanding there's going to be a money transaction right Your job is to allow them to give the business money. You make that easy. If there's an issue or a problem, you become the fixer. So you provide them what they need to fix the problem. If that's not your mindset in your business, I would challenge you to reset the whole goals you have in your business. Because working for free can't be a goal. Breaking even on a service can't be a goal. Only being able to provide for your overhead and your product uses but not pay yourself can't be a goal. Because every service you physically do, you technically should be paid for. For example, if you went to go work for someone, Typically, they're going to pay you an hourly rate plus commission based off of your retail sales or commission as to, you know, there's different commissions levels. But they're going to pay you. But when we open our own business, we don't pay ourselves consistently. We take what's left over. And what's left over sometimes is enough. And if we do take it, we typically put it back because we need to make sure that the business operations-wise stays going. So I think that a lot of you guys have to get out of your way when it starts looking at how your business earns income. You got to be open to the retail dollar, whether it's coming from your brick and mortar or coming from your website. Those are income streams coming into the business. They're bringing you extra money. So the way I talk to in in my coaching call, I say, your extra money is the retail. It's extra money. Wouldn't we all love to have extra money? Absolutely. But I find our issues in wanting extra money is we're not willing to do the things to get the extra money. We're not consistent. We don't sell to every client. We don't include product into our services. And if we do, we'll do them on our favorite or maybe our most requested services, but we're not doing it consistently on every service. Because like I said, When you start understanding the role of retail in your business, it doesn't matter what that client is coming in to do with you. There is a product on your shelf that every client can use. Are you doing your job and telling them why they need it? Or are you saving that product and I'm only going to tell it to my facial clients? That's only for facial people. No, everybody washes their face. So everyone should understand what you have on your shelf for everybody who washes their face. Like you got to get broader. You got to think a lot bigger. You got to understand exactly what is happening and what's not happening. Because it does, it breaks my heart when I have estheticians that either come into the business or they give us a call or they email us and they're really struggling. And I have to always ask, you know, what is it that you're not doing that you could be doing to bring in extra money? Because I'm always leading that question. The extra money comes from your retail. So if you're not retailing consistently, if you don't have enough to keep on your shelf, if you're not doing the things that you can do with the options you have, where do you think the money is going to come from? Where? And I love the folks that argue with me. Oh, I made uh, all kinds of money with services and I barely retail. No, you don't have a business, hon. Because if you understand cost per service, you understand everything is already allocated in that service dollar. There's no extra. And if you have extra, then you're not allocating it correctly. Which possibly may mean that you're not paying yourself as much as you should. So, you know, I really want to bring to light that if you don't know your numbers on your service menu, and you don't understand the importance of paying yourself, some of you are out here working for free, which means you're not even making enough on that service to even pay your hourly rate. And as heartening as it is, it has to be said because there's a lot of people who are in this space who've been here for years. They've had multiple opportunities to do a price increase They've had multiple situations where they could have increased their price, especially when it's been needed, but they're so afraid that they're going to lose clients that the number starts to become closer and closer to negative, which means you're not making even enough money to pay the overhead or pay for the product or even pay yourself. And then what? Because you can't sustain that either. That's not a sustainable option in most of our businesses but you allow the fear to dictate whether you're gonna do a price increase. You're gonna let the fear dictate, or a client who's upset that you did a price increase and they're gonna decide to leave. If they don't understand price increases, if we don't know anything now, we understand when the gas prices go up and the housing goes up, we understand that. We understand when the interest rate goes up, we understand all of these things, right? But if you don't understand the more important and bigger thing is that if everything else goes up, why not giving yourself a raise? Why not? And I I always question, even when I used to do my live masterclasses and I had people bring in their service menus and I would say, okay, so how long has it been this price? How long has this service been this price? A few years. Nope. It's 12 months, one year too long. You should be doing a price increase a minimum of every year, sometimes twice. And if it's a specialty, if it's something that you trained for, if it's something that you decided to offer that's over and beyond what you did before, the price has to reflect that. I'll never forget when I used to go to Spa Radiance in San Francisco, if you wanted a facial with the owners, it was 35% more than what what was shown on the service menu. 35%. 35%. That was just to be serviced by the owner. Can you imagine commanding that? If you want to see me, you're going to pay more. I love it. I, I, have, I always loved it. But if you understand your dollars and cents, you understand your cost per service, you understand how all of this works when it starts talking about the number that's on your service menu, it's why you want to set yourself apart. It's, that's exactly why you want to put on your service menu product included. That's why you want to do those things. You would be surprised at how people respond when they realize what they're paying for. They get something to take home. The whole outlook is completely different now. And it's even more better when you've customized it to their immediate need. So you got to really start understanding what you have, what you're not charging, why you're not charging it, and how to change it and actually charge it. Because every year that you don't go up, every year that you make that excuse, the client's going to be mad or they're not going to stay with me, you are pulling that money from yourself. It doesn't come from the business because that rent doesn't change. The cost of the products does not change. So where are you taking the money from? Your hourly rate, what you take home. So now it's not consistent. So I hope that everyone really understands the importance of not working for free and realizing when you do work for free and do something about it. Those of you guys who are on my podcast, thank you so much for joining me. We are so excited for episode 28. You can always click the link below and check out all the rest of my podcast as well. I am now on uh, Shopify. Shopify. I'm now on Spotify. I'm also on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcast now. So I'm really excited to be on all three. We have all of our master classes that are available. You can join our master class community. It's just twenty five bucks a month. We add two new master classes every single month, and uh, there's a link right below as well. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Take care.